great day, amazing humans. Yes, welcome to Empowered in My Skin, the podcast. We feature guests of varying backgrounds and lived experiences to share their empowering stories, knowledge, and insights. Our goal is for you, the listener, to fill your mind with empowered thoughts to further empower your human. I'm your host in Kitchen Waffle Robinson and founder and CEO of EIMS. I'm an experienced technology executive, an author, an International Federation of Bodybuilding Pro Athlete, an inspirational speaker and viral sensation with speeches that have over 7 million views worldwide, and most recently awarded WXN Most Powerful Women in Canada. I trust that you are already feeling empowered. So please listen, leave a review, share the podcast, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. For now... I'm your girl. Let the show begin. Great day, amazing humans. Yes, welcome to the next episode of Empower My Skin, the podcast. My guest today has over 15 years of experience working both in public and private sectors. She spent several years working in transit, first as a consultant, then an employee of Go Transit. Metrolinks, and then at the Financial Services Commission of Ontario. Prior to that, she worked as a political aide. She now works as the communication and outreach manager for Phillips Morris International in Canada. But don't get it twisted because that's not all. She has over 14 years of volunteer experience supporting women's rights and affordable housing In 2015, she founded a volunteer organization called Our Right, which strives to allow every female to be their own superhero through building, maintaining, and supporting female-centric schools and community centers. She's the co-host of a podcast entitled The Future Of... That launched in 2019 and now into season two. And in 2020, she launched her own shoe line with five shoe designs, including the one that I really love called The Nomad. So we're going to have to know more about that soon. And if that's not enough, in 2020, in 2020, she was also named one of Canada's top 100 most powerful women through the Women's Executive Network. So put your ears together for this phenomenal human who I can call friend, Vasi Papadopoulos. (laughs) My God, amazing. (laughs) I thought I had energy. Wow. wow. Oh, my God. Well, you give me life. Oh, my yes, God. You give me life. I was like, what does she not do? Like, stop that, the research. That, I was like, that, stop the car. Stop the research. <laughs> I have enough. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's get into it. So tell me. Let's get it together. I'm going to get it. Let's get it together. All right. Bassy. Come on. Yes. Tell yes, me about you. Tell us about you. Tell us more about you. What, do you. what would you like to know? Well, tell us a little bit about, like, well, first of all, you seem so dynamic, right? Like, I know, like, I heard the story right. about how your podcast got started, just like started. You started Shoot Line in 2020. You're 2020, you know, most powerful <laughs> woman in Canada. You've done public and pub- private sector. You're a volunteer. You've founded this and that. Like, who is that? Per- like, who is that human? Who, what's in you that drives you? Okay. Wow. What a question. So I I think it started at a young age, but for me, what drives me is all about, I think two things, creative expression Mm. and then impact. And so for me, everything that I do in my life, and I think you'll find that both in my work 
and in my personal life. And I think it was the way that I was raised um, in a in a Greek household was what what is the impact that you will leave behind? What is the impact that you leave every day in your life? Mm. And I think that's what's always driven me. Uh, and it and it's it's one of those things where I go like ultimately what will be my legacy if I look back and I want to be able to say these are the things this is the impact I've made for other people for my family for my community and then also ultimately for myself too well, I think that's what it. really drives me yeah you're doing and, it and, and and I wanna I like to sort of mesh that like I said at the beginning with creative expression because mm. i think i think a lot of times and you and this is perfect for your podcast like you talk about empowered in your own skin and i think a lot of times especially as females we don't like to express ourselves like we're conditioned to act and think a certain way and i and i and you have it like in, in spades i feel like i'm one of those women that allows myself to express who I am. Like I try to be as authentic as I can, right. like who you, who you see, who you talk to is that's me. Right. Like right. there isn't anyone else. I love and it. And so th- those are the, those are that creative, that's that creative expression I talk about. It's not, it's not just about like, in my case, like designing a shoe. It's like how you show up, like how you come off as a person and then how you channel that into the things that you do every day. Yeah. You love and it. You love it. Yeah. And you, yeah. And you, you have to love creative. it. Yeah. I love, I love that. There's like so many things that you've already said that were just so okay. awesome because it's one, one of the, one of the biggest things I'm going to ask you in a second and you'll, and, and, and so you will know because it ties back to what you just said, but before I get there, like, so what is your great? I am great. I am. Mm-hmm. Like what I'm great at? No, so I'm big on affirmations. Like I am, oh, I am, oh, yeah. Yes. I'm insatiably curious about the expansiveness of my potential, like in 2021, you know? What's your great I am? Great I am is my, like, I think it's, this is a weird one, like thirst for knowledge and curiosity. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have this like yearning every day to always learn and like no new stuff. And I think that's where that like, to your, I don't know. I mean, you, you think I'm super dynamic, but I think that's where it comes from. It's like, I always want to, I'm just curious. I have like great inquiry. I want to know mm-hmm. and constantly keep learning. Cause it's like this, this journey of knowledge. And then it feeds into your empowerment because the more, you know, and you understand mm-hmm. the more power you feel as kind of a, a human being. So that would be like my great and isn't it how like, that is knowledge, knowledge. Let's and say, I, and I knowledge. love, and I love that. Like, oh my god, we've only been talking for six minutes, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I like what you just said. Like that, that, that to me just gave, like that kind of gave me chills, not goosebumps, chills, but like chills in the sense that it connected with what I've not always been able to articulate. When you stay in that learner seat, like when you're just like you're just like insatiably curious every single day to just. You know, just know and to share and to and to leave legacy and all this and the other. Like it energizes you in a way that is inexplicable. Yes, isn't that it? Yeah, isn't that it? It is, and it, and it's and I I hope people take away from it. Like it's very motivating, yeah. and so like even during a pandemic, you know, it's it's been a pandemic. It's been very hard for everybody, mm-hmm. but that that great I am, like you said, mine of sort of knowledge and impact like it's really helped me day to day like you do your affirmations but I do this whole like 
I'm going to wake up every day. What am I going to do to learn more? And what am I going to do to, to kind of leave that imprint in society? And, and it's, it, it, uh, it, you know, we have our bad days. We have our good days. But even in the last year where, in my case, I've been basically a remote worker, staying at home, having to deal with uh, a young kid that did a mix of online schooling, uh, that type of thinking and mentality has really gotten me through the last last year. And and I've never, I've really tried not to fall into that whole horrible kind of devastating negative mental trap. And it's because it's like, you got to focus on those things mm-hmm. right and i, get I that. yeah i get it, that it's not it's not easy though no it's not oh, easy. no no none yeah. of that is easy but it no, but at the end of the day so far as that that's at the that's in the dna that's in the the crux of yeah. whatever it's easy to return there like it's that it's a constant u-turn like you're like okay i might be off my game boom back back into that you know so yeah you talk about legacy. One of the questions that I actually do ask is, you know, at the end of this, I, I truly believe we sprinkle it everywhere. Like every single day I have an affirmation that says I create amazing experiences for myself and others. And that's like every conversation, every email, every text message. And so I, I want to leave a piece of me everywhere, you know? So what, what, what piece, like, what do you want to be known for by the time we get through this interview? Um, I, I want to be known for if, if people think of me, I want people to think of me as a person who is like a change maker, mm. you know, like that I've been able to kind of come into the world, come into society, maybe, you know, you, you, you know me, and I've been able to really facilitate change. And, and I'm not, I'm not thinking I'm some sort of like, it's like huge change, even the little things in my life where, you know, can you change something for a person? Can you change something for how you do something? Can I change something in my workplace to kind of make it better? Mm -hmm. But it's all about this, uh, yeah. But is there any huge change that doesn't come with all these little small changes? Come on. No, no. And you you know that too. You know that all long-term important change comes from little small minuscule micro changes yes it little incremental steps that kind of get us there inches there and then at some point you know as we see in society and you'll see it just exactly it just kind of goes boom and you think (laughs) i've i've laid the groundwork for all of this i love that i love that So I also love that you've talked about, because one of the questions I was going to ask you is like, how have you maintained your life? How have you been, you know, doing in the season? So you've gone there. So we're going to just go yeah. right into some of the other amazing stuff that you're, you're doing. So tell us about, you know, um, our right. Let's start there. Yes. Yeah. So again, it's for me, um, you know, growing up, Uh, I was always taught to sort of be an activist. You know, you've Mm -hmm. got it. If you have any sort of platform or or power, you need to also find ways to empower others. And uh, I grew up in a first-generation immigrant Greek family. And, I mean, you probably know this. You know, there's a lot of cultural things growing up as a woman in a in a in a family like that and so I became like a a feminist at a very young age because I just really like to challenge like why why do I have to do this as a woman why do I have to do that and so you know our right for me was kind of born out of that it was uh my dad, who I would call a, like a, a feminist father, he had three daughters, so he kind of had no choice, <laughs> right? But uh, he never, I never felt growing up in a Greek household that he ever told me that I had limitations to anything. Mm. 
And that was a big thing. And the biggest thing that he taught me was um, educate yourself, you know, go to school. It's the greatest gift you can give to yourself. Everything else in your life can be taken away from you, but your education will never be taken away from you. And I always, there was such wisdom, right? And I remember this at like a young age. And so I took that and I said, like, how can I do that and help other women who may not have the platform or the ability to become educated? And that's where the idea of our right came from. It was like, go into uh, grassroots local communities where there are uh, marginalized women and find ways to raise money and work with local NGOs and partners to help build you know, certain either schools or community centers. So then at that very grassroots level, they, they have the option or the opportunity to say, you know what, I can at least get a minimal education yeah. to give me the skill set at some point to leverage that and to better myself. Well, really and that powerful. was that was really the motivation for, for, for our right. And so we founded it in 2015. And so what are some of your successes that you've accomplished since? Yeah, so it's a it's it's very much a volunteer organization. I get a, a bunch of people together who again are passionate, committed about you know uh, the vision. Um, we did a school build, and again, we find you know very remote or uh, marginalized communities that traditionally would not get support. Mm-hmm. So in 2015, we did a school build in Mongolia mm-hmm. in this tiny town called Hoved, which is like a three hour flight from the capital. Uh, and that was a partnership with uh, World Vision Mongolia and, and Building Trust International. Then in 2016, we partnered with a, an Aboriginal women's rights group in Oaxaca, Mexico. Mm. And we helped to build a, a, an extension to their sort of facility. It was like a, a child daycare center. Mm. So when they came and did financial literacy training, they could then have, they could bring their children with them because they would come in from afar to get training, but there was no way for them to mm-hmm. be able to find childcare. Uh, and then the last project was with um, my MBA classmates. We did uh, a build with, um, at the time, We Charity, mm-hmm. and it was yeah, in yeah. the Maasai Mara region of yes, Kenya. I've been there. So we went, have you? Oh, yeah. amazing. And so we did, we, the class was amazing. We raised, I think, $37,000, dollars and we were able to go uh, build a couple of schools and then I'll, I'll also sponsor one of the young girls in the community there wow. to, to go through one of their uh, girls' schools. That's amazing. And so, yeah. yeah and, and so the vision is to do two more of those projects in the next couple of years because mm-hmm. my goal was always to do five, five major projects uh, around the world. And again, at a grassroots level, supporting these sort of marginalized women, girls, and their families. That is such, um, such amazing work. And that's where I want, that's where the impact is, right? I want mm-hmm. people to look at that work and say, there's the impact. Like there's the change, yeah. there's the change agent. Wow. So. Wow. That's exciting. Woo! I, we'll have, yeah. we'll, we're going to have some, B, we're going to have some B-roll conversation about We Charity after we're done this. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Oh yeah, we should. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll get you on one of my builds. Maybe you'll come to one oh, of Oh girl, them. We'll we're going to, right? we'll talk, wait, we'll wait. talk, we'll talk, okay, we'll talk. Okay. Yeah, love it. All right. All so, right. And then everyone really else is like, what are you going to talk about? You're going to have to wait for the next episode. <laughs> yeah. So we talked earlier in your bio about um, you having experiences in three sectors, private, public. I don't think I've talked to anybody, but public, private, and not-for-profit. You know, which one would you say has had the most impact to your career growth? Oh, interesting. Um, 
You know what? Uh, Most definitely the private sector. Mm. That was one where, um, for me, it was from a business perspective and from a strategic perspective, as well as really developing my leadership skills. I think the private sector for me has been not the, not the most challenging, but the one where I've learned the most about myself okay. uh, because I, I do work for a large multinational um, and one that can be very controversial as well. And so, you know, and as a woman as well, putting yourself into that situation, there's a lot of learning, especially working for a company that, I mean, you work for a, a large bank, working for companies that are so big, big. that way, yeah like navigating that and sometimes there's the politics and this and that and the leadership that has been quite i've been there almost six years now so so quite the journey for me personally and so biggest stretch so probably biggest stretch absolutely yeah Yeah. Yeah. it's like it's it's you're global you've got this global company and it's and it's really navigating that is uh you learn a lot of good skills from that like negotiation and how to present how to build strategies, like how to sell things, right? Um, How do you deal with, uh, even dealing with different time zones and how you do business and different cultures, right? So that's been, that's been really fascinating for me. I can see that. I can see that. Thank you for that. So covering ground, shoe line. Hello, 2020, launch the shoe line. What is that about? I don't even, this is like, this is the most exciting interview I've actually done because it's like, there's no flow. You know what? And in the middle of the pandemic, which for me was, I had to make a choice. Like, do I launch this? Do I not launch this? So that, that was a very interesting conversation in my head for about a month back and forth. Um, but okay. Uh, I, I have an obsession with shoes. Okay. Like I love shoes. People that have known me a long time, my identity, like my fashion identity is my shoes. Like people will see me and be like, Hey, Vassy, what, what shoes are you wearing today? Right. <laughs> And so, and then my closet, I don't, I really shouldn't share this, but I have probably like a hundred pairs of shoes in my closet. And then I do this weird thing where I keep them all in boxes and they're all like really nicely organized in shelves and I maintain them. And so for me, the eventual extension of that, I not even love, I would call obsession, uh, was basically uh, getting into this accelerator program and designing my own shoes and I thought yeah let's do this right no fear like no fear like whatever and then no fear let's launch it during a pandemic okay Vassy let's do it right so and I love and the nomad is the boot the nomad is the boot can I afford the boot I know they're not I'm not I'm not gonna lie they're not they're not they're not cheap I didn't I didn't even I didn't the only thing we didn't research was the price I was like yeah I want those shoes but but they're handmade and and uh like they're limited they're cool they're handmade in in Italy you know the the nomad is like leather croc really pretty all that sort of stuff yeah not definitely not cheap I don't need to share the price tag but but and so it was uh yeah it was interesting it's this accelerated program based out of Italy they kind of give you the platform but you have to come up with the shoe designs. And mm-hmm. I don't know, like, you know, in my head, that whole, again, like I talked about creative expression, mm-hmm. like that, sometimes that stuff just comes to you. You're mm-hmm. just like, but what's involved, what's involved in that? Do you have to get someone who can design the shoe? Like, are you designing it yourself? Is it you're, you're articulating it to somebody and they're drawing, like what, what's the process? It's a, the process with them is it's like a digital platform. So they, they give you like, here are like 40 swatches of like 
leather, suede and colors and all of that. And then it, it's like a, you kind of, you have like a sketch or like a design of it. And then you, you, it's, you do it all digitally. And then you, you submit the design to the accelerator. Then they, they look at it and go, yeah, sure. This looks great. And then it's on, it's up to you to then sell it. Okay. Right. So they need you to market it and sell it. But what, what they do for me and others that go through this program is basically they do the back end. So, you know, it's e-commerce, you sell it, but they will then manufacture it and ship it to the people that buy it. So I, so from a logistical standpoint, it's like, wow, like I, I, I didn't have to do that portion of it, which is a lot of the legwork, yeah. mm. right? The challenge is, is when you launch these things, um, nobody knows you. Like yeah. I'm not, you know, like Tom Ford or Steve Madden or anything like that. So it's trying to convince people to to buy it yeah. and be like, no, like this is legit, good quality, all of that sort of stuff. And so, like uh, when I first launched, uh, there they always make a recommendation: use your network. And that's really like the first, you know, ten to fifteen shoes shoe pairs we're all like my friends like hey do you want to buy a pair of my shoes sure no problem right and then and i was so determined like i'd follow up with them like hey you said you would buy them did you buy them did you buy them and uh like i was i was hustling my friends the first few months how's that <laughs> to buy my shoes yeah that is great so, i love that yeah, yeah. you know we're gonna actually share the we're gonna share the link to your shoe line in yeah, uh in the show sure. notes yeah no it's yeah. The, honestly when they told me like she has a shoe line i was like so I went, I was like, Oh my God, I want those shoes. Like, yeah. I want those shoes. So no, yeah. The, the nomads would look good on you. They're yeah, very 100%. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah, old yeah, team nice. wants the nomad. So. Yeah, yeah. And then there was, um, my, I, okay. No, I think my third pair were the Diana's. Cause I have this like obsession with wonder woman. Okay. And so then I was like, I'm going to design like a red and, uh, and blue uh, like stiletto four inch heel mm-hmm. called the Diana like you know inspired by Wonder Woman and that was like my whole like I gotta do something in the context of Wonder Woman I love so, it so I have to ask yeah. you though being at home do you wear yes. your shoes to work like I don't I, I have become a full remote worker so the, the the Dianas no I have I don't know about you I haven't been heels in a while like and I love heels and I'm just yeah um, but the but the nomad I do I do wear the like if I go out walking or like if I do some shopping I'll wear the nomad and here's a weird story I took my mom to get vaccinated mm-hmm. and I wore the nomad <laughs> and the lady at the vaccination center goes to me hey those are cool shoes. <laughs> She's like, where can I get a pair? And I said to her, oh, I designed them. And she's like, what? Really? She's like, oh, great. And I was like, I should wear these more often. Yeah, which is, <laughs> right? which is yeah, you I need know, to. Right? You need to. Yes. I think that's great. Maybe you need to design it. Maybe you need to design a quarantine slipper. <laughs> I know. Right? It's true. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, my gosh. You are, this is, this is the best interview I've ever had. So, and <laughs> And it's, I've only asked you like three questions that I'm like, I'm yeah. have to wrap so up. So when, when in doubt, like if you ever start a shoe line, hustle your friends a first to buy them to support you. I love- and, and, and they were all amazing. Honestly, I have really good, good friends. Um, and then wear your stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm shocked at how often I wear the nomads and people will approach me for yeah. them. 
And I'm like, wow, that like word of mouth is, that's the way to go. That is incredible. So, and I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm positive you have inspired somebody to like figure out some accelerator so. program that they're going to use to launch something. <laughs> yes. yeah, I'm inspired. I'm actually, you've changed, you've cool. changed, you've changed the, like you, you've increased my curiosity as to what I can actually do in this world. So yeah. I have to figure out what I want to design. And, and what I want people to know is these programs exist. It's just a matter of finding yeah. them. You know, it's not just shoes. Like, the tech space, or, or not even that, the entrepreneur, entrepreneurial space, there's a lot of interesting companies out there, little ones, we just don't know about them. And I, I, happened, to, I happened to find them, and I researched them, and I thought, no, this is cool. I'm, yeah. I should try this. Yeah, there's least, a lot. Right? You know, there's no, a lot of, there's there 7.5 yeah. billion people in this world. There's a lot of stuff out yeah. there. That's why I always tell people, don't hoard your stuff. There's a lot of room for everybody and people are doing stuff you don't even know about yet. So, so I it's have, a, I have a great question, wisdom question, especially as you talk about the future of what's the greatest gift that we can give ourselves, Vassie? Oh, self-love. Mm. Yeah. Because I, if you really don't work on liking yourself, and, and I've learned this through my process, through my life, it's really hard to like anything else and, and, and really be happy in life. And I think, I think that like self-love or that happiness kind of starts with you. Um, and again, like for me, it's something that I work on daily. You know, like, I know you do those affirmations. I kind of do my own, but it's like, you have to, yeah. Self-love is is so much about everything. It's about how you hydrate, how you eat, how you talk to yourself, how yeah. you talk to others, how you, you know, whatever. How, like you, how, how, you, how you sometimes set boundaries with people. Exactly. Right? How you use the word no or yes and all this right. together, right? So, it is. It and, is. and also the big one for me is like, how do you respect yourself? Like, how do you, do you stand up for yourself? Will you speak up? Um, it's okay to be opinionated because sometimes as women were conditioned, like, Oh, don't say anything. And it's like, no, the, the self-love comes from, I'm going to have an opinion. I'm going to be uh, assertive or I'm going to put myself out there. And cause, and I think a lot of it stems from that. Like if you really over time are very comfortable in yourself and like yourself, the rest kind of comes, you personify that, right? Like when you speak, no, it's true. Like when I listen to you speak, you project it. Like I, like you, it just kind of like jumps off of you. And I wish more, it's true. And I wish more people were like that. It's like, it's, it's, and I'm not saying you have to be like an egomaniacal crazy person. It's just, and don't, don't think I don't, I, and don't think I don't have insecurities. Like there are days when you're like, oh God, I don't like myself. Right. Like, let's be real. I'm done with the imposter syndrome. Like just done done with it. There's nothing imposture about me. I am, I am here every single day learning and doing the best. You know, I live the Mamba mentality, constant quest to be my best self ever. There is no day that I show up where I'm a, I'm a mistake. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, no, I don't have those days. Okay. So. I, no, but I, but I, I love that. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like it for you, like just jumps off of you, but I wish more people like we, we need to get to that place yes. where it's like, yeah, man, yeah. you know what? I am awesome. And that's okay. If I'm awesome. Yes, you are awesome. Right? But here's the thing. You only have this life to be yeah. awesome. It's your life. Like, Anyway, that's a whole different podcast episode. So I'm going to get into these rapid thrivers. When you think about somebody right. who, who inspires you, who comes to mind, who comes to mind first and why? Eleanor Roosevelt. Oh. Yeah. She, because what she did as, as a woman, 
in a, in a time of, 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 of great pain and a time of historical significance in the U.S., amazing woman. Yeah, I look at her and go, leadership. So, yes, Eleanor Roosevelt, lover. Daily activity that helps you with your thrive. Oh, I, perspective. Like, I, I literally, like, uh, wake up and then just kind of say to myself, my life is good, everything's good, I'm good. Hey, I and like that. that that's weird? A, that's that's like, no, no, weird. that's actually, oh, okay. you, you got to do okay. like an Instagram reel or yeah, something like that. Yeah. My life is good, everything's yeah, yeah. good, I'm I do, good. I, I do this whole, like, I, I, I'm actually, I've never actually, like, said this out loud but yeah I'll, I'll be like i'm good my life is good everything's good, good. my family's Yay! healthy i'm good that's, that's a jam we're jamming yeah i know I you guys can't see us but we're jamming we're jamming there's we just gotta put some beats on the back of that i just gotta put some beats on the back of that okay what is a book that has helped you with your thrive oh oh how women rise oh I got, you're the second person who's the author yes Oh my gosh, the book is behind me, but I'm not sure. Okay, that's okay. okay. We're going to put in the show we'll notes. Is this actually the okay. second time? It's really good, eh? It's 12. It's very practical. Like it was okay. kind of, like a little life changing. Like I read it and I was like, oh, this, there are a couple of passages where like, this is me. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, it, so it's like 12, 12 specific things, attributes of women that hold us back and why they hold us back and why we need to address it. And usually they tell you like, I had like three out of the 12, but they're, they're like, they hit, they hit home. Okay. You read them and you go, Oh yeah, that's me. Okay. Right there. That's a, right. I'm reading yeah. that. I'm okay. reading that. I'm reading that. How what, women rise. rise. I right. love that. What is an app that helps you with your thrive? Well, oh, sorry. What is an, an app? Oh, interestingly enough is Apple Music uh, because all I do is listen to music all day. Um, and the pandemic has made that worse. Like the running joke when people log on to our video calls, I always have like some playlist going on in the background because I, I secretly, again, just to keep my motivation and my positivity, I put the music on and then I do dances and I just like music like speaks to your soul. And so for me, um, yeah, it sustains me every day. And I, I, I have like major play. I have so many songs on my MacBook, but that, that would be the app that okay. I'm always listening to. I love to that. And music is the language we all understand, right? And what is one misconception that people have of you, Vasi, is they see you, you know, in your thrive, oh. 100 top, you know, yeah. most powerful woman, shoe designer, photographer, extraordinaire. Like that, that's an interesting one. I, uh, there's always sometimes this perception that, okay, I'm going to go here, but that I'm, I'm too much of a quote unquote self promoter, that it's all about like bassy. And I, I find that, yeah, I find that really funny because I could see how people think that, but I'm not necessarily always comfortable with, thinking that I, 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 I struggle with self-promoting, but I guess other people don't see it that way. Yes, yeah. But I, I find that disconnect interesting. And I remember when you did, did the chat uh, uh, for International Women's Day that I was at, you talked about like, who cares? Be awesome. <laughs> you two Tell your story. Right? You only have one life. Blah, blah, blah. And I, I really took that to heart because I, I struggle with that one, like being a little too much. And then maybe not doing enough. And yeah. so there's that weird, I just find this misconception that it's like uh, everything I do is because I want to promote myself, but not, not really. I, I, I like doing what I do. That's why I do it. You know, 
I love it. I love this stuff. Like I love life. So that's what I'm saying. I like, I like myself. That's what I'm so saying. if that's right. Yeah. And when I say, and when, and when you, and I think, I don't know if I said it that day in that speech or whatever that I was talking about, but like, it's, it's a, it's a self, it's a self love. It's like, it's yeah. like I'm leading from a place of love for what I do and what I give to the world and who I am and, and, you know, just wanting to just share it with everybody, you know, and when yeah. it comes from that place, it's like, you know, anyone that, anyone that can hang, it's like. Exactly. And then you're proud yeah. of it. So I, I want to share this stuff. Like I share stuff on Instagram and on LinkedIn. Cause I, cause you, you become like, so proud and you love the stuff that you do yes and so i always feel like i'm trying to come off come off that way and then i was like whoa well, obviously there's a bit of a misconception yeah. there but that's okay. I, i'm not that's I, okay i'm not as bothered but yeah. i think that's the yeah that's a funny misconception i get every so but you know often, it's yeah. so funny because one one can almost we can almost get into a conversation around haters and i think that let that be your meter because if you weren't doing anything messy nobody would be saying nothing so <laughs> that's what my husband tells me all the time he's like if you if you don't have people that don't like what you're doing that means you're not actually doing anything and i'm like amen right right, so you you need them to come around you need them to come around so where do we find more about where do we find more of you where do we know where do we see something oh my goodness well you can okay so my my uh travel photography is uh www.com Oh my God, crazy. Vassypapadopoulos.com. My shoe stuff is on Instagram and on Facebook under at Les Souliers du Monde. You can find all about my my shoe line and um one on LinkedIn. I'm a little I'm pretty active on LinkedIn too. So you can look me up there. And you have a podcast. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. The podcast is uh, the future of dot, dot, dot. (laughs) And um, that's on all of all the podcast platforms. So Apple, Spotify, Google, you name it. Uh, And we're into about season two. So we've done about two seasons of it. And we pick all of these sort of random topics about what's the future state of PR. And uh, the latest one we did was, uh, on uh, the future of like coronavirus, like you know, yes. we talked to a doctor about all of that. So no, it's cool. It's uh, cool guess, stuff. Yeah. It's cool stuff. I love yeah, it. I love you. how you guys started it as well, and I love that you continue doing it. And yeah. I love that we shared energy here together today. Woo! This was a totally one of the one one of my favorite moments, like on this podcast. Like honestly, I I just love that it was just kind of everywhere, <laughs> and it was. <laughs> I, all where it needs to be. So, Vassie, thank you so much for being such an amazing, amazing, fabulous human. You are clearly a change maker. Okay. Like you said that that's what you want to be known for. And you yes. are definitely making change and having great, fabulous impact in this world. And I feel so blessed to be connected to you. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you. I love this it. This was fun. This was fun. This I, was fun. I know we might, have to, we might have to come back for some more. Sure. And to everyone that is listening, unfortunately, this is where I have to say, we're out. Bye-bye. So there you have it. I trust you're saying to yourself, I'm fully empowered in my skin. And remember, whatever platform you're listening to this on, please subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast with someone else that you feel can benefit from the empowering content that we deliver. As Tom Billia says, when we help others think in a way that is empowering, that is the lead domino to create real change in this world. 
It's been fun hanging with you. It's your girl, and I'm out.